It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Chinese Zoo lets guests clean up polar bear poop for just $145. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's News. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. News brought to you by R&R RV. Just a couple of things to clean up here, and uh, no pun intended when we're talking about animals, but Slim asked for someone who was, uh, you know, a rancher of sorts, and they raised, you know, 300 head of cattle and, you know, lots of acres. It takes work. Work was in all caps, by the way. And lots of time raising animals, not like taking care of a small dog, which I'm sure is very true. And also someone calling Kevin uh, on the carpet for not including Garth and Tricia in his list of country couples. Oh, so, yeah, they're great. They're one of my favorite couples. Just didn't think they were in the top five best looking. Sorry. Now this. Jeez. I just got a call from Morgan Evans and Kelsey Ballerini, too. They're mad. But I, you guys are my favorite. I want to be neighbors with you, but I don't. I couldn't put you in there. Sorry. Uh, now this. 2,000 Americans were polled, and the results are in of what we thought of 2020 as far as these things. What would you pay? They were asked this question. What would you pay to just wipe 2020 from your mind? And the answer came back. The average was $2,160. Wow. That was the amount people would pay to wipe 2020 from your mind. Would you want to wipe 2020 from your mind? A lot of bad stuff happened. I mean, I don't want to wipe it from my mind. So, I mean, I would go with no. Yeah, I, that's kind of how I feel. I mean, I feel I'm like not I'm... wishing bad things. I don't, but it's part of what we lived. So, so I know I wouldn't pay a penny. I kind of, now that we made it through 2020, I just am like, yeah, since I made it, maybe in the middle of you would have asked me, I would have been like, yes, can we please cancel all of this? But I, I think now I just go, well... I lived through that, I know it, and I can say, all right, learn from your mistakes. And 2020 was a big mistake. The average person in 2020 says they gained 13 pounds. Wow. Anybody gain any weight in 2020? I'd say I probably gained about five pounds in 2020. Five pounds. And for you, that's got to be, I mean, that's quite a bit. I mean, I just started, and I don't know how it works because it's like everything still fits, but I mean, I worked out a ton more, so I don't know if, I mean, who knows? Okay. So you built five pounds of muscle. I mean, maybe. Ooh. I mean, my pants still fit the same. Dang, son. That's that's impressive. That's very good. Slim, any weight gain? I, I can't remember what you've done throughout the quarantine. E- ebbs and flows. Yeah. Okay. Ups and downs. Highs and lows. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you said that. That sounded like a song. It was all, the, the all one, over the map. You were Overall the one who down, but has definitely most... had its moments of ups and downs. Okay. So there was times where you were like, dang, I'm going to be this statistic. I got to get after it. You, you and yeah, Anna do a la- great job. As soon as it gets where you're feeling that way, you guys always do a good job of reeling it back in and saying, let's eat healthy. Yeah. We, we added some workout stuff to the house this year, which made it pretty easy to, to keep things keep things on par but last summer when there was no activities going on that was tough and your skateboard yeah that and that helped that helped. That, yeah that was that i mean that is your favorite I think if action. i hadn't had that last summer i would have done nothing and it would have been a real problem let's 
see how this works. 65% of people say they drank more in 2020. Uh, that's no for me. That's probably a no for us as well. Just without the ability to go out, that killed it for us. Well, the ability yeah. not you guys to are go such out social places drinkers. just killed yeah. it. I think that's it. You and Anna seem like very social drinkers where it's like you, you guys are the going out to dinner, you're going to have a couple drinks or yeah, that, that setting at home, you probably weren't just like, you know what I'm going to do? Crack open another one on occasion, but probably not, you know, crazy and not having the gatherings. It cuts For down sure. on the reason to, to drink unless you're just at home stressed and drinking like 65%. So they wow. drank more in 2020. Wow. And, uh, also, they say, on average, people lost about five hours of sleep a week from stress. Wow. So those are the stats on 2020. I would definitely put myself in the losing sleep category. And unfair to 2020 because I had some, you know, some personal things happen in my family that were just brutal, that were you know, really, really tough. I don't think they had much to do with 2020 in general, but it did make it a lot harder. So I would... That's the one for me that definitely was the rough one, was losing sleep, for sure. Uh, also, I found this interesting when they had people rank the most stressful events of the year. Obviously, COVID was number one. Uh, but th- the things they put ahead of, okay, the death of Kobe Bryant was like number seven on the list. Uh, President Trump overall was like number nine. But then ahead of that, the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg was considered the fourth most stressful thing of the year. And I thought, huh. See, those lists are kind of weird in the fact that I'm sure they just compile a list and then you just rank them because it's probably not going to come in off the top of your head. You know, you're just looking at right. things. They threw a, a bunch of things and then you could vote for it. You, but, yeah. I mean, the unemployment rate, the police brutality, like they had all these other things on the list that were way down there. Carol and I Baskin. just thought, wow. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin yeah. is actually right above the Brexit. <laughs> That's I was what I would say, do. Because weirdly, with that list and how weird the year was, I wouldn't have been surprised if something in terms of a pop culture TV show stressed people out. Like that's it was just that kind of year. Yeah, the I'm only pop, didn't, <laughs> the only pop culture thing I think is the uh, Prince Harry and and Meghan Markle leaving oh, the royal okay. family. Wow, that, that makes the list. Season finale of Yellowstone, that was extremely stressful. I mean, the way that ended, oh my gosh. Seriously, are you kidding? Would that dude from Ted Lasso make the last goal or not? Right. (laughs) I mean, story number two. Who was it that was going to cut through the door in the last episode of Mandalorian? (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, According to new Canadian research... Take it with a grain of salt if you're not sure about how you feel about Canadian research. There is a certain time of day when you're both mentally and physically at your best. It is known as your magic hour. Oh, I like this. The magic hour is 948. I don't know. I'm just okay. guessing now. Jay? A.M. Clearly. Aiming to tackle work assignments, home repairs, other projects, maybe just get a workout in. Here's what they say. Your magic hour, and it's really quite simple. If you're an early bird, Mm -hmm. I guess that's what all of us are, whether we want to be or not, right? Yeah, of course. If you're an early bird, your peak performance time is 9 a.m. 
9 to 10 a.m. is the time you will do or be ready to do your best physical and mental performance. I don't know. Do you feel like that's true for us? Um, uh, I really tried to think about this today when I saw it. I'm like, 9 a.m. I feel like feel we're like on I'm... the earlier side of early than the early bird. Like, I feel like early bird people get up at like 5. So maybe ours would be 8 a.m. Yeah, I but think. Right now. Yes. That's we might a... be in the midst of the magic hour. I feel like that's a better. Don't you think we're earlier than the normal early bird? Maybe, and see, and that's why I really struggle with this, is that it only says, the only choices are early bird and night owls. Yeah, I mean, I get that, because that's what most people, I mean, you know, but like, you know, TV people get up at 2 a.m. Do you think that's earlier than the early bird? I mean, you know. <laughs> that, that's You're not even a bird. Yeah, they're ready for and a nap at that's 9. The, oh, the dead bird peak hour is yeah. 4 a.m. Yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah. Now, and maybe, and this seems more true to me, it says for night owls, it's 9 p.m. And I will tell you that I do feel... Many times at 9 p.m., that is when I'm at my absolute best, like, creative. <laughs> I don't think, well, you know what? Well, I take 8 back o'clock's my... not my best. No, nope, I take it back. No. Nope. Creatively, like 9 p.m., many times that's when I do my abs- My mind gets going with great stuff, and I don't know. I f- now, physically, I bet you at 9 p.m., I'm probably not that good. So I'm not getting both on the magic hour there. Because I'm wondering, I'm a night owl at heart, so maybe that's why I still try to gravitate till 9 p.m. I can tell you 9 p.m.'s not mine because I worked out at 9 p.m. a couple days ago, and it was like, oh, my gosh, I could barely move. I was literally just like, nah, this is not my prime hour, I can guarantee you. It's my prime sitting in a chair hour. Yeah, it's prime sitting in a chair. Yeah, nine, so you're more of a 9 a.m. guy for sure. Uh, we will test it. We have the 9 a.m. hour coming up. We have hot topics coming wow. up. We will see just how good we are if it is going to be considered and renamed on the Jay and Kevin show, The Magic Hour. Jay will be doing sit-ups during hot topics. <laughs> That's a good idea. The Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. I just wanted you to know. Kevin James. I'm sure they're going, guys, you might want to check that. I'm not sure the shameless one was even me. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Hey! Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. Fellas, Dan's our guy today. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you, sir? Good, how about you guys? I think we're good. Let me check with the other two real quick. Kevin, you good? They're probably sleeping. (laughs) It's not his best hour, Dan. Come on. Uh, I'm (laughs) waiting. I'm just waiting for the magic hour, baby. (laughs) Yeah, you got to be resting for the magic hour. (laughs) Hold out for 9 (laughs) a.m. You're almost there. (laughs) He's getting there. Slowly crawling toward it. All right. Let's uh, let's see how we do today. What do we need to know, Slimmy? Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle, Dan. So um, that's all you need. That's all you get. Now, who are you going to challenge? Can we just do the number right now? <laughs> you want to just <laughs> not feeling too confident with your performance. Okay. No, not with Bob. Give me a football question or something. <laughs> okay. Well, let's find out. Uh, okay. Who, who do you think you have the best shot against? I'm going to say 
Kevin. Okay, Kev. We'll see you in yeah. about 80 seconds or so. No, all I'm going to do for 80 seconds is think, what in the world is Slim up to? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sometimes that's good and sometimes it throws yeah, you off. It yeah. does for sure. Okay, bye-bye. All right, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Best of luck. Here we go. Who led the Confederate forces in the American Civil War? Uh, Pat. Within two years old, how old is Robert De Niro? I'm going to say 65. Set to play The Batman in 2022, what actor played a vampire in 2008? Val Kilmer. The last time we saw Robert Downey Jr. in a movie, was he Iron Man, Dr. Doolittle, or Sherlock Holmes? I'm going to say Iron Man. What actor played the Sundance Kid and also Roy Hobbs? Rob Lowe was Skinny Rob Lowe, Meathead Rob Lowe, and Creepy Rob Lowe for what company? (laughs) Who will be wearing jersey number 87 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming up on Super Bowl Sunday? Gronkowski. Who led the... What's that? I said, I get the football question. (laughs) You know what? And that one was worth three points. Hey! (laughs) It was a secret mystery bonus point question. So that's going to be good for you. Okay. Ooh, and I just noticed because at 827, the point scale rolled over, and it's now worth one. So you got in right before that. So now it's only a one-point question, but it was a three. Yeah. That's big. That's big. Hey, I appreciate that, guys. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I I'm, I don't know how Kevin was going to do. I feel like I would have done relatively well today if you were in that same ballpark. Kevin and I will apologize to you. There was a weird point situation that came up yeah. where there was a bonus point question oh, okay. that was got guessed correctly, but then when the clock hit 827, the points rolled back to regular. Weird. So it is now just worth one. It was very confusing. Okay. It was, you know, it was the stock market. It was the shorting. It was yep. the testing. It was the lines. It was. It's wild. There's a bunch of different factors in there, Kev. So. Yeah. So good luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, just know that, man, you come in with a little bit of a deficit because yeah. of the point, the point situation. But we start with this. Bob's your uncle, Kevin. Who led the Confederate forces in the American Civil War? Bob. Uh, pass. Within two years, how old is Robert De Niro? Ooh, uh, he is 71. Set to play The Batman in 2022, what actor played a vampire in 2008? Uh, Robert Pattinson? The last time we saw Robert Downey Jr. in a movie, was he Iron Man, Dr. Doolittle, or Sherlock Holmes? He was Dr. Doolittle. What actor played the Sundance Kid and also Roy Hobbs? Oh, wow. Uh, dang it. Pass. Bro. Rob Lowe was skinny Rob Lowe, meathead Rob Lowe, and creepy Rob Lowe for what company? <laughs> um, DirecTV. Nice. Who will be wearing jersey number 87 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, he said Gronk. Yeah, Gronk. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I said Rob Gronk. Who sorry, led I was the trying. Confederate forces in the American Civil War? Uh, oh. Robert E. Gosh, Lee. Gosh, dang it. What was yes. it? What'd you say? Robert E. Lee. I'm going to give it to you because you had answered Gronk, and I, I was continuing on, so I'm going to give you that one. Nicely done. KJ, let's see how we did to today in a good old round of Bob's Your Uncle. Who led the Confederate forces in the American Civil War? Nicely done, Kevin. Way to get your history question. It is Robert E. Well, Lee. when I was trying to think Bob, it was not happening because I'm like, Bob, Bob. It just it seems <laughs> like there was no Bobs back then. No, 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 no. And then what was funny is no. as soon as you said Robert De Niro, I was like, 
Robert E. Lee, Daniel. Well, you came back around. You nailed it. You're up 1-0. Within two years, how old is Robert De Niro? You guys both missed this. He's 77. Oh, holy cow. Yeah, Robert De Niro, 77. But, Kev, you rallied back in, set to play the Batman in 2022. He played a vampire in 2008. It was Robert Pattinson. Thank you for the vampire clue, or I would have never got it. He always looks like a vampire, even when he's not playing a vampire. Yeah, he kind of got, like, once he played a vampire, it was impossible to not have him be one. Vampire Vampire Batman will be interesting. The last time we saw Robert Downey Jr., Kevin, nicely done. You got this one right. It was Dr. Doolittle. I know this because not that long ago on Netflix, I saw Dr. Doolittle, and I said to the kids, I was like, oh, this movie's great. You guys will love this. Let's watch it. And I turned it on, and it was that one. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. This is not the movie I wanted. Not that that one couldn't have been great, but it was just weird. It was Robert Downey Jr., and it seemed way weirder than the Eddie Murphy fun ha-ha Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So, well, it worked for you. Netflix, you owe Netflix. You probably owe Netflix anyways because you're borrowing someone's account. Yeah. But it is now 3-0, to zero, Kevin the lead. What actor played the Sundance Kid and Roy Hobbs? You both passed on this. It was Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Oh. It was the natural, guys. Come on. Yes, man. he was. That's it, yep. Rob Lowe was skinny Rob Lowe, meathead Rob Lowe, creepy <laughs> Lob Rowe, and other Rob Lowe's. Kevin got this one. Direct TV. Direct TV. He takes a 4-0 to zero lead, but this Kevin, one was worth three points now. until Kevin got to it. You guys both said Rob Gronkowski for who will be wearing jersey number 87 for the Bucks next week on Super Bowl Sunday. You both got it. Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> That was three-pointer, but, Kevin, you're still going to win this one by the score of 5-3 to three today. Kevin killed me. Yeah, that's he knew a, his bobs today. He, he that was a, a tough one. He, yeah. he knows his bobs. He does. That was a very good run, Kev. Nicely, <laughs> nicely done there, friend. Well, thank Jay, you. Jay, how guys. many would you have got? Uh, I mean, I would I'll, be, I'll be like Kevin. I would have got seven. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, no, I would have got seven, <laughs> which is wrong, seven. of course, because who knows how old Robert De Niro really is. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Yeah, the only one I'm a little questionable about. Kevin James. And I every once in a while try to channel my inner you. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's the Jay and Kevin Show stat of the day. All right, stat of the day, time slimming. Kevin James, when was the last time you changed your sheets? Oh, uh, like two days ago. A day. That is a good, yeah, two that, days ago. I can't remember. And when will be the next time you do it? Um, just kind of depends. Probably two weeks or so. I, I don't know. It just, it varies. That's real good because. I, I, I will tell you that I changed them because I changed a diaper and got poop on them. Oh, that is an automatic changeroo. I hope so. Yeah. My grand, even though you know you take the wipe and you quickly wipe it, no. it, it kind of comes right off the sheet, anyways. Like it was just a little, and it came right off. But I was like, I'm still gonna wash those. Yeah, good call. Well, I'll let you know you're right on pace with the average single woman. The average woman who lives alone changes their sheets every two and a half weeks, mm. and the typical man that lives alone changes his sheets. Oh no! Once every. Three months. Yeah. <laughs> Which means that I, there are probably a lot of people like Kev who are more frequent with it. So to get that average to three months, yeah, there have got to be some guys <laughs> who have never changed their sheets at all. Well, well, and I will tell you, I was there was a long time where I just didn't 
care about it. I didn't think much about it. When I was first single, I was just like, nah. And it was something I never thought about. And then once I realized, well, I do still like the clean sheets. I suppose I could yeah. wash them. Once. The problem is I don't have two sheet sets set. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> two sets of sheets. I don't have two sheet sets. That is very hard to say, sheet sets. Um, and so when I do it, I have to automatically put them back on. It, it, you right, know. yeah. So that gets to be a little tedious at times. But the big difference is my bed... I'm able to pull it out from the wall and walk behind it and make it. Yeah. And ever since I started doing that, it's made it so much easier that I just don't mind doing it now. And my bed kind of naturally, the uh, sheet came off the one top corner, the fitted sheet. And so it just makes me want to pull it off and go wash them again. I mean, the, the, uh, the stat about the three-month thing. I mean, I remember when my son actually was at school. I, there, he would have never done it had my wife no. not just gone in and taken care Heavens, of it. No. I mean, it would have been, you know, you you put them on in September and you take them off in May and, oh, whoa. Why do those smell? Oh, I don't know. You've slept on them for, you know, eight to ten months. Right. So I don't I don't think he would have ever done it. Single male at school? Oh, gosh. Just burn the bed. Right. <laughs> and the towels to go with yeah. it, by the way. Burn them. Yeah. Burn them. Yeah. Well, there, there's your bed sheets discussion for you, and I will let you know that this apparently was worse during quarantine. This is why this came up. It was worse that, to that they weren't doing it. Is that people were doing it less? Oh. I don't know if that. I don't. Oh, wow. Which I feel like you're home more, so you would have done it more. But apparently, it was yeah. even less. So now think about that guy's bed. <laughs> That's bad, right? right <laughs> It's the nastiest place. I will tell you, quarantine has made me want to wash my sheets more. And the reason why is my bed is in my office. <laughs> and so it's like that weird thing where the work from home and while I'm working at home, I look over and I see my bed all the time. And it makes me think, oh, I should wash my sheets. It, it makes me just more aware of it. I think being the worst, in my bedroom all the time. The worst I've ever seen was the guy that I worked with. Uh, this would have been, you know, 100 years ago. He was a single guy. I was a single guy. And he was the guy who, when he showered because his bathtub would drain so slowly and was so nasty, he would wear shoes in the shower. And I, you know, because why would you clean it and why would you try to fix the drain? It wasn't his place. It was a rental. But he would never wash his sheets, but he would vacuum them. That's actually pretty smart. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mean, going to get another step for you. <laughs> you do have another one? I do. Okay, yes, sir. Good. <laughs> it's the Jay and Kevin show stat of the day. Ladies, I want to know what what this this stat would be for you. So let us know 434-8623, yes or no. Because apparently on a, on a study on what people have in their cars – and again, I've got to assume a lot of these studies come from businesses who want to sell product, and they're like, "What are you? What are you keeping in there sure. so we can make it better?" Seventy percent of men said they have some sort of shaving cream or cologne in their car, or not uh, after shave. Sorry, after shave okay. or cologne in their car. Seventy percent of guys at all times. Hmm. Is that just a guy thing? Because we stink, and and women are smart enough to know that they need to already leave the house smelling good, and we just realize it late. Or is this a a uniform thing that everyone has some kind of let's smell better device in their car. I used to carry like a little deodorant and an aftershave yeah. all the time. 
Um, I'm gonna count. Jay, I'm gonna count deodorant in there. Deodorant's tough because it does help you smell better, but it really is great for people, especially like you who like to run. Maybe yeah. you were out running somewhere, or you were doing a workout, or, or some activity. Yeah, the deodorant's great to have in the car just for that moment where you can't quite get home between yes. the workout and the next event. Yeah, just mask it for a few moments so that yep. other people around you don't have to, you know, not enjoy totally. that. The bad thing about the deodorant was because of the kind I had, it would in the summertime it would melt. You know, it would just turn nasty. Oh, yeah. So I, sometimes it was easier to do the liquid, which would be like an aftershave, because whatever, just cover up whatever you got going on for a few minutes and so you get home. Yeah, and the hot stick to the pit is yeah, not fun and it, either. Kevin, yeah. and it would come I into pieces, that, Jay, and it would yeah. just fall all I, over, and yeah. I always have deodorant in my car, but I at times I have had, for a long time, I carried my cologne in my car. That's just where I kept it, always. But uh, right now, I don't have that. I keep one in my bathroom and one in my bag because I live out of a bag a lot. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have one in my car right now, but I certainly have in the past. Okay. Our first text is in, Kev. Do you think the first text from a gal is yes or no to the better smelling product in the car? That she has something in the car. Yeah. Do you think yes, um, she does, or I no, think, she does not? As we try to figure purse, out if this is a guy thing only. I think the purse thing makes it, because they have it. They have it available, no matter what. So they definitely have it, but I'm going to say most of the time it's in their purse. God, they're That's so great, prepared. Of course call. it's we in their to, car. We have to of clarify, course. having it in your purse and your purse being in the car is not the same that as keeping count. it right. in your car. Right. right. I'm going to say, I just just women are so prepared that yes, of course they have it in their car. We're one for one on yes, Kev. Yeah. Uh, she said, I have body spray in my car. And I'd love to keep these coming. L- ladies, do you have some kind of body spray perfume in the car? Because apparently 70% of guys forget to leave the house smelling good, and we remember as we pull up to the date. <laughs> or a pull up to whatever at that point. Yeah, exactly. Also, if you're a mom, you probably also have some sort of spray in the car. If, especially if you have boys. Oh, yeah. You better. 